0: to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, right from Grand Fork's Best Source. This is my movie Mortuary, and we're going to be talking about R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour today. Um, but first, we have to make a shout-out to our friends at River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner in a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant, The Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Argyle, Poor Things, The Boys in the Boat, and Trolls Band Together. Find the complete showtimes online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday $5 movie special all day long and the 550 Senior Matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has lecture recliners and expanded concessions. That now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated. Personally, I I ate at the Shire a few years ago. It was really good. I had the poultrygeist if if you get the joke. <laughs> Instead of poultrygeist, poultrygeist. Every everything in the restaurant is named after uh, movies. It was great. It was wonderful. I would definitely go back there. But. Yeah, we're going to be talking about R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour, but first, before we start talking about that, we're going to talk about R.L. Stein, creator of Goosebumps, creator of Fear Street, creator of the Haunting Hour, mostly ghostly, um, all sorts of. He's he's credited with all sorts of stuff. Uh, Goosebump, you know, his his most famous is probably Goosebumps, and then Fear Street. Fear Street's more for the older generation than because there's actual murder in Fear Street and things like that. There was actually a TV show, which I'll talk about in a little bit here, called Fear Street. It was a three-part series. Um, But Goosebumps, Goosebumps ran for like, the TV show ran for like either 76 or 96 episodes or something like that. They have a whole book full of it called Reader Beware, which talks about the, the history of the Goosebumps TV show. It's a great book. If you like Goosebumps, I would check it out.
1: You're in for a scare.
0: Yes, that's supposed to be R. L. Stein saying that, but it really isn't. It's like at the beginning of the Goosebumps TV show, um they have that a mysterious like trench coat wearing figure walking with a briefcase that says R.L. Stein on it. And then the Goosebumps G comes out of the out of the box and starts like making everything into the town into monsters. I, I love Goosebumps. I love Fear Street. I love Nightmare Hour um, just because they have nostalgic value to me. I remember, you know, when I was good, when I was a kid, my mom would buy me the newest Goosebump book. And I just looked forward to that. And it gave me an incentive to be good. But, (laughs) you know, it's kind of hard when you're a kid to be good all the time.
1: Did you order a lot of the Goosebump books after that Old School Scholastic Newsletter?
0: I think I got them at like B. Dalton's or something Dalton's. like that. I think I got them, got them at the bookstore in the mall.
1: I remember ordering a couple of them from, uh, did your school do the Scholastic Newsletter? Yes. Yep. I think it still goes to this day, I want to say.
0: Well, you know, there, there was a, a new, a new R.L. Stein book that came out, which I actually got a signed copy of called Slime Doesn't Pay. And it's, it's not a Scholastic book because R.L. was going around and doing some things with other publishers at that time, but Goosebumps has remained a scholastic thing. But The Haunting Hour, based after a TV show, I think it ran on Disney Channel, actually, and the, the main person in this, Emily Osment, was a, a pop singer that was probably, if I remember it, really popular on the Disney Channel. Disney, Disney bought, has bought up a bunch of a bunch of companies like Marvel and and uh Star Wars and Simpsons and but they also bought Goosebumps because Goosebumps the new series of Goosebumps is playing was playing on Disney Plus and I believe this was a streaming movie or it was straight to video that's you know what I got to say about this Do but you have I a said,
1: DVD copy?
0: Do I have a DVD copy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's also available streaming?
0: I believe so. But The Haunting Hour, based after the TV show, the only thing that really made me mad about the TV show, it says it's The Haunting Hour, so I figured the episodes would be an hour long, but they were like 30 minutes or 20-some minutes, however you know long. But basically, yeah, Emily Osment plays uh, Emily... Or uh, Cassie Keller, and she's basically a goth girl, which I didn't like the way they portrayed goths in this movie. But um, she she pulls tricks on people when she moves to a new town, new neighborhood, and she's you know persecuted at in school for being a goth. And eventually, she gets mad at someone and puts roaches in a pinata. Because they have a thing called the pumpkin ball, and the pumpkin queen was the lady who, or the girl who was really mean to her, and that is Priscilla Wright, played by Brittany Curran. And so basically, the part when they're at the pumpkin ball and she puts the uh, the roaches in the piñata for her to break and pour all over her was, I believe, reminiscent of Carrie, because. The whole prom scene in Carrie with the pig's blood and things like that, it could be reminiscent of that. Well, you know, after that, Emily, or uh, Cassie, goes and gets this book because she wants to scare people at a mysterious store ran by none other than Tobin Bell. For those of you who don't know, Tobin Bell made it famous. I believe he was on Seinfeld. But he was more famous for his role in Saw as Jigsaw. And the book that he gives her is called The Evil Thing, which I believe, because you can't read from the book, and if you read from the book, as the title says, you don't think about it. But this is kind of reminiscent to me of Evil Dead with the Necronomicon, where you can't read the Necronomicon out loud. Otherwise, it releases demons well there's a monster in this film called the evil thing and they have a whole poem that goes wrong with it but I never I didn't get the whole thing so the monster the evil thing is reminiscent of there was a, um, a goosebumps episode how to kill a monster and it's reminiscent of that monster in that episode. Um. There's a lot of a lot of weird references in this movie uh there's one scene where uh Cassie is typing a report on the computer and she's talking about this movie called M and M was like one of the first serial- ki- was probably the first serial killer film it was a a German film made by a guy by the name of Fritz Lang either Fritz Lang made it or he starred in it and uh yeah M really groundbreaking film um. I've never seen it. I've seen portions of it. It's very disturbing for the time period. It came out in like nineteen forty some. So, but, um, yeah, uh, the the M the M was kind of weird for me. But I, I don't think anyone would, unless they they're a big movie buff, would really know that reference. Then they talk a lot about Edgar Allan Poe in this, too. Edgar Allan Poe is a great writer. I uh, did a report on The Raven back when I was in college. It was kind of a psychological uh, um, psychological analyzation of The Raven. But, yeah, uh, the monster effects in this movie are great. And you know who they're done by, Dale?
1: Who? Greg Nicotero. What's he famous for? Walking Dead. Okay. I guess that's, the per, per, since this was like 2007, this preceded Walking Dead by a few years. So he kind yes. of got his, got his feet wet with this.
0: Yes, yes. And Greg Nicotero was a big, big, big or special effects artist in the 80s and 90s. And he actually did one of the most disturbing scenes that I'd ever seen in film. And that was the part of Dr. Giggles, where Dr. Giggles as a child cuts himself out of his mother's stomach. And there, I read an interview with Greg Nicotero about that scene, and he goes, I think we pushed it a little too far.
1: You've reviewed Dr. Giggles in the past on here, right?
0: Yes, I have. You
1: no, know, Icky, I did look it up, uh, the Goosebumps, the new show from last year, is streaming currently on disney plus and hulu and the original uh goosebumps live action show from the mid to late 90s they got selected episodes streaming on netflix that's
0: cool how could you could you check to see how many episodes of the original goosebumps series there were
1: uh it ran for four seasons so that's like about 70 or 80 episodes but like they only got about uh it was like 16 or 18 episodes, just like a curated selection streaming on Netflix, not the entire run. Well,
0: I know the last, the last season of Goosebumps had a lot of two-parters in it. So, you know, maybe if you just count the two-parters as one, it's like 76. But I I, think, I believe it's 96 was the amount that they had, you know, stated. But, you know, R.L. stein has been doing a lot of stuff. Um, he wrote the uh, Garbage Pail Kids books. And then there's a Garbage Pail Kid's cookbook that he wrote that his son also helped write. So, and then Fear Street. Fear Street is just, it, it's kind of like American Horror Story because it's, you know, put towards older older audiences. But there was only like three seasons of that, so... yeah this is this is a great movie for what it is um i normally don't like doing disney movies because i have a really distaste for disney about with how they treated tim burton and how they started gobbling things up like star wars and um disney with star wars was kind of weird because originally there was like 300 books in the star wars canon before disney bought star wars and now there's only like sixteen or seventeen books in canon that, that Disney considers canon for Star Wars. You know, I, I it Disney's a good thing. But I I don't like the musicals. So it's kinda hard for me to say I like Disney. I like Goosebumps, I like Marvel, I like The Simpsons, but I don't like traditional Disney with the the, the singing and all that stuff. I think it's kind of cheesy. You know, hope, hopefully, hope I heard good things about the new Goosebumps series that's that's on Disney Plus, and I've heard bad things about it. And the good thing is, is that they're re-releasing Goosebumps. The bad news is, they're kind of you know mixing the tales up and kind of changing the stories to deal with a, a broader audience and they might not be as sa- the same as the book. Like, uh, Cuckoo Clock of Doom was one of the original Goosebumps episodes, and then they changed it for when they made it the new Goosebumps series. So. Wizard, what do you have to say about this? I'd have to say that puppet who played the evil thing was awesome. He was scary. And he looked like you were right. He did look like the monster from How to Kill a Monster, the Goosebumps episode. Well, thank you for your insight, Wizard. I see your nose cozy has gotten bigger. What what are you talking about, you fool? I'm talking about your mustache. It's gotten bigger. You need to shave, Wizard. (laughs) Yes, I do. But I think I'd look a little different if I shaved. But it's, you know, I I, I like anything R.L. Stein. It's like I like anything Clive Barker or almost everything by Stephen King. Yep. R.L. Stein is basically the training, the training of new Stephen King fans. This, this is their gateway. This is their gateway to Stephen King, as R.L. Stein is considered the Stephen King for young adults and children.
1: Would you say there's a standout moment in Haunting Hour, don't think about it, that stood out to you the most?
0: Probably when they throw the blood on the monster and its head splits in two and it starts attacking each other.
1: A little bit more gruesome than anticipated for a kids' horror franchise? Yes, yes. Uh... Any. Other final thoughts about Haunting Hour? Don't think about it before you go into uh, weird stats.
0: One second here, Dale.
1: I think since it was straight to video, there's no box office numbers.
0: But there was a Rotten Tomatoes user approval was 72%, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, so that was over about 5,000 ratings. Uh, How about final thoughts on the film from yourself here?
0: Uh... Not really, not really. I, I just, you know, this may this may movie may be cheesy for some of the older older people. But as I said, I grew up on Stein and recommended? I, I would recommend it if you're a Stein fan. Ready? Got some weird stats for us? All right, body count. One evil thing attack with car. One evil thing grabs under the bed. One Priscilla attacked on sign. One evil thing killing itself. One Cassie wearing monster glove or scared scared and weird things. One Cassie wearing monster glove. One Tobin Bell looming at house. One tarantula crawls across the table. One mysterious windstorm with book. One cockroaches out of pinata. One um Feeding of the evil thing. One last storm, referring to the evil thing. One weird slime hanging from dresser. One monster in bedroom. One small, smaller face Priscilla. One evil thing attacking himself and killing himself. So. Yeah. Yeah, um... I, I hope to do more Stein in the future. I want to try to get uh, Fear Street, which is on my list to get. Um, but, you know, as much as I like R.L. Stein and I like Goosebumps and all that stuff, I also, I'm just going to say this because we did the movie a few months ago, I, I'm also a huge fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And there, there was a thing... Uh, the guy who wrote the Goosebumps book I was talking about earlier, that reader beware, also wrote a book called The Campfire Companion uh, for Are You Afraid of the Dark? And basically, Are You Afraid of the Dark was leading into Goosebumps because it, it predated Goosebumps by a couple years. So fans of Are You Afraid of the Dark eventually became fans of Goosebumps. So, Why? Well... That was a good talk, but now we're going to have to shout out to our friends at Executive Properties.
1: Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP?
0: Well, thanks for coming into my movie mortuary, Grand Forks, and other places.
1: You're off next week, right?
0: We are off next week, so uh, there will be no show next week. But for the week after, I'm going to be doing The Right with Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. So stay weird, Grand Forks.